Hello there. We are back for the fifth episode of the season of the Good Friends and a Glass of Wine podcast. We're moving to German wine for this show. Follow us on our Instagram to see the bottle we're trying. Check out our website for other useful resources. And please do give us a follow on your podcast provider if you'd like to keep up to date on our episodes. Let's crack on. Germany has been producing fine wine for a very long time. The golden age of German wine is often seen as during the 19th century, as at this time, wines from the Mosul and Rhine areas were well regarded with royalty and were even more expensive than champagne. Best known for producing white wines, Riesling is the most commonly known wine type that comes from this country. Germany actually produces 60% of all Rieslings. An interesting little fact that I learned about Rieslings is that they have great aging potential, much better than most white wines. This wine type has a strong natural resistance to oxidation due to its high levels of acidity. Traditionally, the Mosul and Rheingau regions are Germany's top quality wine producing regions. But Pfalz, Na, Rheinhest are also very up and coming wine growing areas. The German wine labeling system is arguably overly complex. It depicts the ripeness achieved by grapes and is measured in terms of sugar content at the time of harvest which allows you to determine the dryness or the sweetness of the wine. But the other main things that can be determined from the wine labels include the name of the grower, the grape variety and the vineyard. Let's bring in our wine drinking buddy, Stephen. Welcome back, sir. Guten Abend. <laughs> guten Abend. <laughs> Good guten, accent. Guten Morgen, guten Tag, guten Abend, wherever well, you, you know are. all of the versions. You know all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hi, God. I'll have you know I got a D in leaving Sir German. <laughs> a D, a whole D. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Wow, amazing. What a linguist yeah. you are. <laughs> so I believe you have a bit of experience with the uh, German beer. And I was going to ask you if you have any German wine experience, but I actually know the answer to this question because <laughs> we have, in fact, uh, tasted our Riesling together not that long ago. <laughs> so, Stephen, um, would you like to tell our lovely listeners about uh, the bit of a debacle that we had with our first episode or, or will I do the honours? <laughs> I, 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 I would hate to take the honour away from you. What yeah. I will say is we gave it our best effort. <laughs> it was live in studio. Uh, yes. We, we gave a, a very professional review of multiple um, mm. layers of wine. This wasn't the yes. one. Yeah, sorry. It wasn't the German one that you tried to trolley up my drink um <laughs> you tried to give a swimming yeah. pool portion a swimming uh, pool portion no it was uh i think you have the name of it there which i'm sure yeah. on the day i renditioned perfectly in my um <laughs> austrian accent um but certainly not german no fantastic one <laughs> Yeah, 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 it was. It was a lovely one. Yeah, no. So unfortunately, we did. We tasted a Riesling and um, we recorded the sound quality was not great. So it is, as you dubbed it earlier, it's one of the last episodes. Unfortunately, we are redoing the Riesling episode, which is this one. The original bottle that we tried was called Vinehouse Res Rango Riesling Trocken. It was fantastic. I think we both would happily yeah. recommend that one to anybody. Really a gorgeous, gorgeous wine. Um, but the sound quality wasn't good enough and we just weren't going to do that to our lovely listeners. So we are re-recording and we're quite happy 
to have an excuse to try another Riesling. So um, yeah, on this episode, we're going to be doing a different one. So we're not quite fresh to Rieslings, but I don't think either of us has tasted piles of them over the years. So it's still, it's a nice one to be learning more about, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like previous to that episode, I, I would have never had a German wine. Uh, mm-hmm. As I would have, have mentioned, um, I, I yeah, German beers, there's a lot of... Um, yeah. craft beers around Cork as well so like there's quite mm-hmm. a, a good few been to Berlin and Munich not for yeah. the proper Oktoberfest obviously now but um, mm-hmm. definitely on the to-do list at some point yeah um, yeah 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 as as I think it's it's fair to say Germ- Germany is more known for its beer culture but has yeah. a very impressive uh, wine industry as well absolutely yeah it really does so yeah, no, I've had I've had I think one or two Rieslings over the years, and I have to say my experience has been really positive with them. Really gorgeous type of wine, and I then have a big connection with this country because my husband's parents are both German. They're from Dusseldorf and Cologne, respectively. So it's lovely to be trying something from a country where we have a lot of family. On this show, we are tasting Kloster, Eberbach, Riesling, Fine Herb. So let's get tasting. Quite light on the nose, actually. It's not what I expected for some reason. I thought it would be a more, I don't know, like a dense sort of scent or something. Yeah, like it, it, it's quite a light colour. I was expecting a bit more. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm nearly sticking my face into the glass to see. And it's just so yeah. Yeah. gentle very floral very floral i would have said Mm, this is actually more like the chardonnay that we had in the first season which is very very yeah like a floral light not what i would have thought for a riesling certainly um i'm expecting something now that's a lot more sort of light and maybe citrusy is what i'm thinking on the taste so i'm gonna I mean, and thankfully, since it's part of the last episodes and we did so many in the one day, my memory of the previous Mm. one, the palette of the previous one, I um, Mm am is gone from my mind. So this is kind of a very uh, upfront tasting. Wow. It's a lot of flavor there. For me, certainly I was getting the notes of like a Chardonnay type thing with the scent. But when I'm drinking it, yes, I can get that. But it's kind of the closest wines I could associate with the, the Grenache blend that we had. And then also any Portuguese uh, Vino Verde wines mm. that I spoke about on the Portuguese episode. It's very much got that sense of it's almost like it's sparkling, like it's got a real mm. a zing, like a citrusy zing yeah. when you drink it. Yeah, um, like this is very, very much like a summer wine. This is very, very no, I, I've, I've just taken this out of the fridge. So it is lovely yeah. and cold, but it is so... Not mm. demure. Demure is often a bad, but the the undertones of it, it's so mm-hmm. gentle and light. And mm-hmm. like my mouth is watering from mm-hmm. the the little bit of dryness that's there. But uh, it's just yeah. it's so, yeah. so lime, actually, because I, I was thinking of yeah, seven lime. up as well. Like, yeah, there's a, yes, there, I was getting a, lemon. There's, there's definitely lime as yeah, well. You're right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. The, the I, 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 and the the not the sparkling they, it's kind of like slightly carbonated no there's not bubbles mm-hmm. or anything like that but it just yeah. I, it, it's almost a cold seven up is the kind of the taste that i'm getting from it um not mm. that it is overly sweet as well it, it is just that kind of the lime yeah 
um, mm. like a one of those homemade lemonades in terms of yeah. how light it is. Yeah, I can um, see what you're saying. Yeah, like there's there is a little bit of a kick. It's it's sort of that like just sort of like the the finish or how would you describe it? Like the sort of the end of the taste. It's kind of like mm. just that little bit of like a punch then at the end. But when I, you're first smelling it, what yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Like yeah. when you first taste it, you go, oh, okay, this is light mm. and very smooth. But then there's also this little bit of like yeah. a citrus kick to it. Yeah. yeah. I think you mentioned Chardonnay, didn't you? Because that's... I did, yeah. yeah. The scent, yeah. yeah, would be for me on that sort of range of things, you know. It's... um very very nice very very nice um not what i expected for uh riesling at all definitely yeah. not based on the couple that i've had this is in a different realm to them but um really lovely like you said very very sort of summery mm. very easily drinkable i don't think many people wouldn't like that if they're white wine drinkers like it's it's a really really Oh, I'd, solid across I'd the give board this, wine. Yeah. I'd give this to people who don't drink white wine as well because there's a yeah. th- there's mm-hmm. pretty much it, it's very I know I've said this before, non offensive, but it's just there's not much here not to like it's quite a clean Yeah. I, I, I agree with quite, you on that. There's quite a yeah. clean taste to it. Um there's nothing too pungent or strong or it's not a super dry wine that other no. people might like for for white yeah. wines. Um, yeah. There's no strong, mm-hmm. like there is a back to it, but it's not as strong as other white wines that we've had before. No. It is twelve percent no. as well. I had to double check because I thought it was uh, yeah. fourteen, and I was I was surprised. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is an like, I don't think I'm mm-hmm. too wrong in saying how delicate it is. Um, yeah, we've I had, think so too. Yeah, yeah, we've had wines where. Um, mm. they were just underwhelming with the taste, and mm. there wasn't much coming from the palate. Whereas this yeah. is like, oh no, this is th- this does there's loads a few to pull things. apart there. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and it it does a few things incredibly well. Like yeah. your main palate taste is floral mm. fruits. Um, yeah. I think there's a few sulfites in it. Definitely, as well. this definitely the citrus fruits is what I'm getting I got a small sense of honey as well but only a very small bit and I think because that's kind of what I would associate with the floral sort of tastes you know you're um, asked to remind me now I need to get a bunch of mm-hmm. honeysuckle because I think that's probably <laughs> another smell that's there it's just I've not interesting uh, I've not I think that flower yeah. is quite a there's a sweetness to it mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, no, it, it's, it's definitely honey sweet. N- yeah. No, 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 it's not. But I, I think there's no the big thing that's coming through for me, like would be the the citrusy taste. Yeah, that's definitely like when you said lime, lemon is there for me big time. But I'm also getting that lime um, kick. There isn't anything else that's like really predominantly um, speaking to me at the moment. But like you said, it's not like super dry. It's dry, but it's not it's not really, really dry. And I think the other reasons I've had were drier um this is like like a little bit further down the scale than that so it's quite like i said it's quite a different one really really lovely it's not what i expected for a riesling but it's a nice probably introduction into riesling for somebody who mightn't necessarily want one that's like super dry or whatever you know yeah and i i can't remember necessarily our our findings on, on previous rieslings but in terms of this is quite like this is quite a nice 
accompaniment wine i i wouldn't mm. necessarily spend the evening drinking this but mm -hmm. like i'm just thinking like uh, for like some german um dishes like you know um a schnitzel or any of the fish dishes like i think yeah. this will cut through this is ideal for cutting through something slightly fatty or slightly oily in terms of uh, of food dishes um, that's interesting but yeah yeah, just incredibly non-offensive, not understated in any way. No, no, um, no. It's 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 there's 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 definitely works gone into this wine. It's definitely, you know, it's definitely one that's um, you know, it's mature and it's you know, there's it's it's delicate and it's balanced and there's yeah, you can tell that this is a really beautiful bottle of wine. It's certainly not um one that's to be underrated, you know, but. Yeah. It's like you said, it's not offensive. It's not really overpoweringly strong in any way. There's nothing about this that I could see somebody not kind of clicking with, if you get me. Yeah. This is almost a, uh, not a, not, it's not, it, it's a, it's a bad wine to review because it's so likable and unoffensive. Like, yeah. it, it'd be one thing on if there was one characteristic we could go on and absolutely mm. emphasize, but it's just mm. like, this is a solid glass of wine from yeah, a solid. It's um mm. yeah yeah just just a, a totally yeah. solid solid choice for yeah. focus levels of re re <laughs> reliability i know i like <laughs> it more than that i personally yeah, yeah. like it i like it more than that i'd have i'd happily have oh, this definitely. anytime i'd have this anytime i know i love a white wine and mm. yeah it's it's fabulous um i'm going to give you a little bit of info on this wine while we're having a little taste because i actually think the the info on this wine is mm -hmm. so interesting out of any of the ones that we've we've looked at this might be some of my favorite sort of information about a bottle so we're tasting a 2020 vintage it's priced around 20 euros in ireland but we were actually able to get it for about 15 here on sale so not a bad little price for for this wine it is an off dry wine so in terms of the scent for this wine the seller describes it as having a mixture of stone fruits floral aromas and soft spices so definitely we were picking up on on the fruits and the, the floral scent and then again for the taste on the palate it's meant to have those stone fruits and they also list apple and pineapple and a twist of lime on the finish for the taste which we're certainly picking up i wouldn't get the apple but when they said pineapple yeah 100 percent. Yeah. i think that's totally yeah, yeah, in the yeah. realm of what yeah. we're talking about yeah. though yeah because we were yeah. like, it tastes like summer, and I couldn't quite put my finger on where that summer's mm -hmm. coming from. But you yeah. definitely get a bite of of the pineapple. Did you say mm -hmm. stone fruits? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. Is that like fruits I'm... with pips in it? Yeah, I'm guessing like your nectarines, peaches. your plums, nectarines, peaches. That's what I'm thinking of, yes, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I think which I could nectarine... see, I could see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you do get a small bit of that in the smell. Yeah, there's almost a small kick of like a kiwi type thing as well. It's got that little bit of a, mm. yeah, like an under, mm. undercurrent of citrus or whatever. Really lovely. But the wine is produced in the Rheingau region on the slopes of the Rhine Valley by Kloster Eberbach, as I'd mentioned earlier. So they have been making wine since the 12th century. French Cistercian monks established an abbey or cloister in 1136 using burgundy vines it's believed the vineyard covers 300 hectares which at one point was one of the largest in medieval europe today the vines cover almost 230 hectares of which 33 are in the unesco world heritage middle rhine valley 
The walled Steinberg domain is around 900 metres from the Abbey and is considered one of the most prestigious and valuable vineyard locations in the world. So this is a serious vine heritage associated with this. I've noticed that this bottle also has that distinct Alsace shape that is often associated with Rieslings. Mm. So it's really cool to see that because it's it's such a distinctive shape for a bottle. So yeah, there we go. That's some info about it. I just think it sounds incredible. Like the I've seen some photos of that area where they produce wine and it does mm. look amazing. It does look absolutely I'd yeah. love to go there and see it, I have to say. Yeah, I've not been to the Rhineland, I've not been that far. Um mm-hmm. Nor put that like there's some gorgeous areas up there. Yeah, I mean 100%. I've not been to to Dusseldorf or, or Cologne as well, and they're um they're meant to be mm. amazing cities. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I've been a couple of times, and uh, definitely worth seeing. But I yeah, I'd like to see other parts of of Germany for sure. In terms of 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 bottle art, like it's quite um slick. A kind of design yeah. like it's quite mm-hmm. a nice logo it's obviously a monastery yeah. logo yes um yeah. it's just very understated but then all the information in the back is in german so it's like yeah this is yeah. definitely a, a product of germany um, and yeah. it says so on the back of it and it just yes. has kind of a yeah yeah kind of a very i don't know classy feel to it is is how i does. describe it oh 100 yeah absolutely yeah and it, like we both commented on that the fact that the label is actually in in german so it would make you think that you know this might necessarily be um produced to be imported on a big scale but yeah i don't i don't know the answer to that one but it's a, yeah it's very very classy it looks like it's quite a timeless label that's the way i'd put it check out our instagram because i will post a photo of of the bottle but it's very yeah it's very timeless very classic very elegant um i love the fact that they have that photo like you said of um the abbey of the cloister very cool uh, it, it's not a photo would you call that a decal it's like it's the oh, outline yes, yeah. of it you're right yeah um yeah. which it just looks very classy like that that's the other thing i would say as well in terms of this is definitely a bottle mm-hmm. i would get again for yeah. a white wine drinker as a present because yeah. it looks nice as well absolutely like, yeah yeah it does we often say like not mm-hmm. not to judge the wine by its label but in terms mm-hmm. of like giving giving them out for presents and stuff like that yeah it's always nicer yeah. to have a, a kind of a, a classy label onto it as well yeah yeah absolutely yeah i'm actually going to just take a couple of more sips and see what other flavors i'm finding as this is sash for a little while hopefully unlocking memories of the last episode <laughs> this is very different than that one. Mm. 100% yeah. cuz I I I seem to remember saying mm. that that wine was a whole meal unto itself like a standalone <laughs> um yeah. piece whereas this again incredibly um brilliant wine to have as as a, an accompaniment to a chat. I yes, that's exactly a point I was going to make. I think that this would be perfect with a meal, but I think it's actually too nice to have it with something. I think you need to be able to enjoy it, maybe with some nibbles, but not necessarily with a heavy meal. I would much prefer to have this and let the wine do the talking and you talk along <laughs> with it. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 it's really, it's really lovely. And it's, you know, there's so many flavors being packed in. It's so nice to just actually get to taste them because, of course, sometimes they are lost with the food. Sometimes they're heightened by the food and yeah. they should be if you balance it right. But sometimes they're lost with yeah. the food. And I think this could be overpowered 
and it could lose that like all those little nuances we're picking up i think it actually yes. is really nice to have this without see what you mean. the distraction yeah, 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 you know yeah this is like the ice cream yeah. at the end of the meal like yeah yeah because yeah. it's it because it is it's it's delicate and it's all these wonderful things that we've it's really really nice really solid i would have that anytime again the lemon is singing through for me more and more the lemon taste yes that little yeah, bit of yeah, hit yeah. of lime but then again like the floral like i think of really light flowers and get that as well it's it's just yeah. it's more heightening those i'm not getting anything like else singing through to me or... so much yeah exactly something like that something very kind of just a lovely little summer flower or whatever no, I think uh, I think this wine is one that would make me want to go further down the path with other German wines. I'd really like to try um, other variations because, to be honest, I don't I I don't have a lot of memory of tasting German wines. Um, the Rieslings are a hit for me. I would like to try other ones. So yeah, it's definitely opened out, and it has, like you mentioned earlier, there's a strong heritage there with wine. Like it's a really yes. old wine producer, you know. Like it doesn't have the yeah. same kind of what's the word it doesn't have it doesn't have the same esteem as like say france and italy does but like it's it's a serious contender with those uh, market countries. Share. it doesn't have the same market share as the french or italian wines um, yeah that's what it is yeah 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 whereas um, like yeah lots of cheeses lots of wines they're all there mm-hmm. yeah no I, I would definitely like to try some more i'd like to try a red wine from there actually and see what that's all about as well. Oh, yeah. uh, but no, a fabulous, a fabulous version of uh, German wine there for that episode. And uh, really, it was a great excuse to drink another, <laughs> another Riesling. And I will definitely go back for yes. more Rieslings in the future. Very good so. uh, of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. <laughs> I, I think that's a great point, though, on we've had two Rieslings mm. between us. Have we had wrestling in recent yet? memory, right? <laughs> and they're so different and very the varied. Yeah. It's a great point yeah. of like, hang on, now we need to kind of have a closer look here at yeah, what 100%, is uh, yeah. What, yeah. What, what are we going to do with this? Region? Oh well, sure, we'll just have to lash over to Germany so and try a load of wine. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> everyone else will go over for Oktoberfest and we'll be lashing on <laughs> for wine fest. <laughs> I I think we should do adult interrailing where we interrail in between different vineyards. Yeah, fancy vineyards, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we're when we're retired. <laughs> Notions on rails like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and when you say on rails I'm talking like, you know, super fancy <laughs> first class rail travel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, gosh. Private butler. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, golly. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Stephen, for joining me again. And to you, our listener, for being with us, too. On our next episode, we are moving to the new world as we taste New Zealand wine. And not only that, but it's our last episode of the season. We hope you'll join us for that. Until then, Prost. Auf Wiedersehen. (laughs) I've watched the sound of music.